Welcome to Love Wild. I'm Andrew May. And I'm Katie May. We are a community that explores how to love wild and live free. We are here today to talk about the tiger and the stingray. We're here to shoot the shit and be real. That sounds like something you're into. Let's go. Welcome back to Love Wild. So we're going to kick things off today by Katie May doing <laughs> something with this animal spirit guidebook. We're going to be random as shit today because that's how we're feeling. A little aimless, hey? <laughs> oh, we've... I'm feeling the best I've felt in a while, actually. I just, yeah, didn't have a specific topic that I was like, yeah, I really want to talk about this today. So we're going to talk about dinosaurs. So another <laughs> no, I mythical quichols. <laughs> mythical quichols. I just like, got this uh, book, unicorns. this new deck by Kim Kranz, the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit deck. So I just thought it would be fun to play a little bit today on our episode. Mm-hmm. And so, do you, you want to go first, or you want me to go first with this card? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Okay, pull pull your card. What'd you get? A stingray. This is what killed the the great Steve Irwin. What is there anything that comes up for you like just looking at it? It's it's got rainbow stuff coming off of it. Let me see it. For the mm. Oh, the chakras. It's, uh, yep. It's all about the rainbow <laughs> chakras. Um mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing some shapes on here. I see a triangle and a square and yeah, this rainbow colored chakra down the spine and a big old tail. Are you ready for the message? Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Developing confidence, sense of self or spine. The stingray card represents a pivotal point in personal growth. The moment has come when the stingray must decide between the old, easy, comfortable and familiar and the new challenging, uncomfortable, and unfamiliar. Whoo, hot damn. (laughs) Pressure from family and friends makes the decision even more complicated. No matter what choice is made now, it's inevitable that this dilemma will surface again and again as the force of Dharma growing within the stingray is too strong to ignore. In balance, the stingray is eager and wants to grow and when it's out of balance, it blames others and quits. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't have video on today's episode. <laughs> to bring into balance, move through the discomfort. Say that last bit. To bring into balance, move through the discomfort. Mm. Damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I want to start off by saying I am so skeptical of stuff like this. Like Katie bought another deck. Wow. (laughs) Katie bought another journal. If you want to sell some items to people who want things, Katie will buy them. Yeah. Katie (laughs) will buy all of them. So (laughs) Katie needs her own library. (laughs) Yeah, basically. But yeah, I will start by saying I am probably one of the most skeptical people about stuff like this because I am like, oh, yeah, I could have picked any card out of the deck and they make them random and generic enough to not really tell you anything specific, but to tell you all these like vague truths about your life. But that was the most on point shit I've ever heard 
about myself. And like, I, I think when I drew the, the, like I, I drew the card and didn't have any real connection with the actual animal. Like I'm not like a stingray lover. Um, but yeah, I just hearing back what the meaning of the card was, it was like, I think it will, it will stimulate really interesting conversation. So if nothing else, the animal spirit guide book thing is going to help with today's conversation. And I think what's interesting about some of the stuff that it said is I have felt in this very pivotal moment right now of realizing that I get to decide in these moments, a lot of times where there's these patterns within my life of, oh, this is what we normally talk about. And then it doesn't really go anywhere. It just kind of, we just talk about it and we get real down about stuff. So like even at lunch today, Katie and I were like talking about political stuff. And I think some of the time I go down the road of like, everything's fucked. And I just kind of like, was like, okay, that is what it is. But then there's also this other stuff. So like, I just was able to go for a really nice walk and have a Starbucks and go to the gym and go to the sauna and do all these really awesome things that have helped my perspective a lot lately. So just when I'm walking, like I, I've been walking a lot the last couple of days, I think my mind just needs the, the movement. My body needs the movement so I can kind of process a lot. I feel like there's a lot going on right now. And, uh, yeah, at the risk of just like over talking, cause I, I'd like for this to be a conversation and not just me being like, Oh yeah, this is like all about what's going on with me. Like I'd like to kick it over to you for a second and then maybe come back to some of my other thoughts, but like what, what comes up for you when you hear this about me? Do you, do you feel like that's accurate? Was there a specific part in it that you were like, Oh geez, that's, that's definitely this guy. It, it seemed like the the family bit made you perk up or I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a, it's a reflection of a lot that we've talked about recently. I mean, I think it's a lot that we've talked about on this podcast for the last couple of years of choosing discomfort. Honestly, like, isn't that one of the values that we (laughs) kind of laid out? And so essentially it's saying like, we're in this point of deciding like between the old paradigm and the new paradigm. And the new paradigm is is not going to be necessarily comfortable or easy, but it's time to make a decision about what that looks like. And I think I think that there's always going to be people who have opinions of what you're choosing to do in your life. And a lot of times it's our family and friends or the people that know us best that might actually question us more mm-hmm. because they like kind of like what you brought up last week of like they do love us and it comes from a place of love, but it really comes from a place of fear when someone's choosing a different path that you don't necessarily agree with. And so I think sometimes it's easy to let the opinions of those that you do love and care about the most get not in the way, but like it definitely complicates how you choose to live your life because you're, you're constantly filtering it through what is that going to look like? And what will they think of me? And will, and ultimately like, will they still love me? (laughs) Even if I choose 
that this is the way that I want to express myself or this is the choice I want to make for my own life. Like, will they still love me? I think it can, it can make it more complicated. Yes. Which is why I need to have a rainbow spine basically. Basically. Yeah. I think that that part of the image, so like to describe it, it's basically this card with, you know, it's, it's kind of mostly black and, and gray, like black and gray and white. It's, it looks like a pen drawing. Someone drew it with a pen and it's, it's just a regular ass looking stingray, but then the spine of it is just this rainbow color. And it, it really does stand out like with, within photography, within art, it's all about what draws the, the viewer's eye. And so when you look at this, your eye is naturally drawn to the center of the image of where the, the spine is on this, on this creature. And I think that that part really stood out to me too, because it's like in order to not worry so much about the noise, not worry about filtering things through your parents or your family or your spouse, or like, what are my children going to think in the future? Like all these worries, just having confidence and knowing that it's all going to be okay, regardless of what happens. And yeah, there's some things that we still are wanting to share, but just haven't really known when the best time for that is. And so like, I think it's, you know, something that we're going to be moving more towards in the very near future. I think, I think that that's partly why it's felt these last couple of weeks is like, Oh, are we going to go into those realms of the things that we are like somewhat afraid to, to discuss? And yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that, you know, we're, at least I'm feeling more ready to share some of that stuff. Yeah. And I think discerning like what feels okay for us to share and what, what parts of our story are ours to keep, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that that's something I've been kind of struggling with too, is just like wanting to live out loud and be very authentic and open with our lives and also like discerning of when it needs to be pulled back for a bit or pulled in to where we are instead of, you know, I think that's where we've been is kind of dancing with yeah. where are we? Yeah. I think though, like I haven't regretted sharing things. I haven't been like, man, we really overshared about this or that. Um, of course we haven't like divulged everything. Um, but like, I, I just don't feel regretful. I actually still to this day get people reaching out to me about like, Hey, this thing came up for me that you guys talked about on your podcast and you know, I, I need some help. And so like, that's the whole, the whole goal for me yeah. is to be able to help other people by sharing our human experience. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I feel like this card too, it, it kind of does streamline into what we want to ultimately kind of talk about a little bit more, which is like, who are you when all the roles go, when, when we don't think about what other people are going to think or, or how we might be judged, like, who are you when the roles move away and you're not just Andrew, the photographer, Katie, the nurse the father, the mother, the wife, the husband, like who are we at the core of our being and, and who do we want to be? Like, who do we want to embrace? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, it goes to what we talked about 
last week, which is like something that we kind of said that sounded a little weird when we said it, but it makes sense is like that you are love. And I think that when you strip away all the exterior layers or the labels or the career or any of it, like at our core, we're love or we're joy or we're the expression of like the expressiveness of life's energy basically. Mm. And we can express it in these really positive and connected ways. Like I think one thing that this was saying is whenever I'm not connected or whenever the stingray, whenever it's not connected, it like blames others. And when, whenever it is, it really like leans into its purpose. And I feel like that's where I'm at right now, even though like, man, Monday, Tuesday, I just was like at a real low, low and at a place of just like not feeling aligned and wanting to blame you, Katie, and wanting to like blame COVID or blame, you know, everything that's going on in the world. But honestly, that doesn't really have a whole lot to do with me and what's with what's going on inside me or, or I don't have to allow it. So I guess to like really answer the question, it's, it's basically, I think that at our essence, we are love, we are joy, we're hope, you know? And I think that that hope piece has been what's made me so feel so misaligned because I used to be a more hopeful person, I think. And I think as the, as the years have gone on and so much weird shit's happened, like a lot of just crazy things that I never would have expected. I never expected the story to go off in these directions. Mm. It's made me even including the, the narrative of COVID and feeling like that's so bizarre that that came into our, our story, Mm. you know, and into most people's story. And I think it made me lose a bit of hope in just life and like, you know, for our kids, for myself, for all of it. Yeah. Like if this can just like happen, Mm -hmm. like out of our control, like what else could happen? Yeah. And so if I can't embody those things, if I can't be hope, if I can't be love, if I can't be joy, I feel really outside of myself. I feel really disconnected from myself. And I think the thing that's the struggle and that sucks and is really hard is when you're in those places, you don't know how to bring yourself out of them. Mm. And I don't know if you do bring yourself out of them. I think for me, what I've had to do is just sit with myself more and force myself to do things that I actually enjoy, like running, like walking more, like journaling, because my journal Mm. has been very bare. And I even sat down the other day and I was in the worst like journaling mindset. And I just wrote down what I was feeling. And it was just very abrupt and like, I don't fucking know what to do anymore. Bye. Like I literally <laughs> wrote bye at the end of my entry. Cause it was just like, fuck off journal. Like you're not going to help me. It, it was this kind of hopeless, but maybe like a little cry for help kind of thing. But I think just the, the fact of doing it, the fact of taking the few steps to walk, the, going over to the gym and being like, yeah, my knee feels kind of fucked up, but I think I can hop on the elliptical. And I ran for a fucking hour on the elliptical. So like, I think these things where it's just like, I get in my head that like, I can't do this. Like I hear both our kids say that quite often. I can't do that. And, and I'll like, 
not not in a forceful way of like abuse, but just like I I kind of like forced the moment of like actually you can like Afton, our oldest, she's nine. We were playing horse the other day, basketball horse, and um I took this shot from pretty far out and she was like, I can't make that. And I was like, try it. Just try it. Mm. And she like she almost made it her first try. And so like I think sometimes we get in our own way by not believing. So I would think, you know, if you strip all the things away, belief is also a, a core component of like who we are. Mm. And it's like whatever you want to choose to believe in. So for some people, it's Jesus. For some people, the Bible. Some people, you know, other religions. For some people, it's, you know, spirit animal stuff and and whatnot. But I do think that belief is a a core of like our essence and our being. Mm. Yeah. I mean, something that was coming to me while you were talking is just like, can we let ourselves move toward the light and the, like almost like the warmth of the light too. Like it's like a visual, but it's also like a feeling of like, can we move toward what feels warm again? Can we, can we soften and, and warm back up? Cause I feel like we've become so cold and jaded and, and blocked from the light a lot of times. Cause we're just looking for the next shoe to drop or, you know, not believing that we are worthy of good times or happiness or contentment or whatever it is for each of us. Cause I think we all struggle in our own way with that. But yeah, like when, when all else goes away, like when the roles end, when the job ends, the relationship ends, whatever it is that we are attached to most oftentimes it's attachment. If that goes away, or even if we can imagine it going away, What's left? Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you talk about moving towards the warmth. I think that's why I've been walking so much the last couple of days and why I sat out topless on our porch yesterday. Must be-, be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. I, yeah, like you can do that. Yeah. You can do that. Free the nipple, bitch. Free the nip. <laughs> We freed the nose <laughs> with the mask mandates. Now we got to free the nip. Um, yeah, just. And then free the tip. <laughs> free the tip, bro. <laughs> oh, boy. We're, yeah. We're just making progress. Free all of it. I'm, I'm all for it. Um, being on the porch yesterday and just sitting in the sun and allowing the warmth to kind of move through me. I've. You were talking about it more in like a, I guess, more metaphorical sense of like moving towards the warmth and the light and the, you know, and not being cold. Because when we're cold, we just have a very staunch approach to life. We're shut down. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what happens in the winter sometimes. I think it, I've realized this winter, I've said it before, but just in a like, maybe that's seasonal affective disorder or maybe that's like winter depression, but I think there's some merit to it because I do find myself getting so much more down about things, specifically these last two years in like February. It's like we can stomach a month of it, but like beyond that, I need warmth. I need light. I need that VD. That's vitamin D. (laughs) Not venereal disease. If you're confused. Yeah. If you were confused. (laughs) 
Cool. Well, do you want to draw a card or do you want to, yeah, do, do you think you, there's anything else on this? No, I think we've there's probably more I we can talk about with, with the stingray. I think there's but. reflection to be had. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> uh, there's a character in Cobra Kai called stingray and he's hilarious. And so that makes me think of the fierceness of stingray from Cobra Kai as well. So I will, uh, also meditate on that shit. Yeah, he's hilarious. But um, yeah, I would love to to have you draw a card. All right. Ooh, the tiger. Is is this in like alphabetical order? I don't even know no, how to find it. It's um it's under this element. It's broken down by the elements. So this is the fire element. That's the fire. Cool. The tiger. The tiger, got you. Ooh, okay. with, with a moon on the forehead, right at the third eye. Well, that just makes perfect sense for you, Katie. All right, here we go. Hold on, I'm going to reflect. Oh, yeah, it. reflect, bro. <laughs> I mean, this card feels really fierce. Like, like they're they're blazing some streaks. <laughs> like Blazing streaks. That's a whole nother joke. But um, yeah, like, like the tiger is here to like kind of reset some shit. That's kind of what I'm feeling. A little reset. Okay. Tiger. Lunar force, ease in darkness, feminine energy. Mm. Glad I didn't pull this one because I would have been like, this stuff is such bullshit. <laughs> Don't deny your feminine. Okay. That's true. All right. Here we go. The tiger hunts at night at one with the silence, fearing nothing. This card reminds us to take in the wild darkness to allow the lunar forces to soothe and heal our spirits sensuality, receptivity, and devotion are all heightened in the midnight hour, and the tiger takes advantage of these boons. Mm. Spend some time in silence this evening, drinking, drinking in the potent calm. There is nothing to fear in the stillness except the awakening of your own power. Mm. When in balance, passionate, strong, sensual, when out of balance, overstimulated <laughs> to, <laughs> to bring into balance. Uh, candle gazing. I don't know what that means. Oh. This is outside of the realm of. You're learning a new rookie. word. Yeah. To bring into balance. Tracata. Candle gazing. Yes. Which basically means like lighting a candle and. Staring at it? Yeah, it can bring you into like trance. Ah, uh, yeah. Or as I like to call it, tricotta. Mmm, <laughs> that's juicy. I mean, it so resonates for where I am and just wanting to really like go inward to the depths of like my sensuality, my sexuality, um, like healing a lot of the darkness. It's, it's interesting. Cause like I've started this book called existential kink. I started it a few months ago and then I didn't get very far. So I've picked it back up and it's all about like going into the shadow of, of our kinkiness and like how we deny that so often. But if we actually like integrate it and like bring it to light, we, we can look at it in a more whole way instead of like denying it and ignoring it, which ultimately runs us anyway. 
like there's this whole concept that I think it was like Carl Jung. He's a psychologist or something from a long time ago, but he basically has this quote that's like, what, what you don't bring, I'm going to totally butcher this, but like what you don't bring to your conscious stays unconscious, but it manifests out and you actually call it, you end up calling it like fate, but it's really just your shadow manifesting. So mm. that's what I feel from this card is like, get still, go into the darkness, like don't fear it, let it be like almost an igniter for the flame Hmm. Of like your inner desire. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love the bit about there is nothing to fear in the stillness except the awakening of your own power. Hmm. And it's just that idea of sitting with yourself enough as a practice. Like it is a practice to sit and be still um, and to do it. You know, it sounds like this is emphasizing it at night, but like sitting in your own stillness helps you to access that power. You know, as we're talking about things being stripped away, it's like you are power too. Like mm. the like you are power and that resides within you, but you are that when you strip away all the other labels and things. And so it's like being able to tap into those things. I think that that's the point I'm trying to get at with all these Katie asked me that question at lunch and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, I don't know how to answer that. But I think as we're having this discussion, it's making me realize that we are all these components, mm. you know, of either power or joy, hope, love, belief, faith, whatever it is, we are these things. And if we're able to be still for long enough, long enough, we can actually access these things. If we're getting distracted all the time by various like things that are going on inside our mind or what the world is, you know, the world is constantly trying to grab our attention. But if we're able to sit still, and I think that's something I've been missing a lot this year is actually sitting in stillness. Today was one of the first times I've actually meditated this year. Like mm -hmm. I just haven't done it. And it felt so great to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's always so much going on around us and even in us that if we don't take that intentional time to just sit and be, it can really exhaust us more than we realize if we're not like paying attention. Um, so yeah, I would add that to like, when all else is stripped away, like, can you sit with yourself? Yeah. Like, can you, like, if, if you lost everything in your life, but all you had was you, like, could you sit in that and, and be enough for you? Yeah. So earlier this week for me, I couldn't, I couldn't sit with myself and that's why I avoided sitting with myself and I don't know. Like it's these small little shifts or these small cracks in the, in the surface that have helped me to actually sit with myself. But I do think that there is power in that. And there's, there's growth to be had there. If you're, if you're able to sit with yourself, mm -hmm. but we just busy, busy ourselves up so much. I don't have time to do that. I'm, I'm far too busy, you know, but it's like, 
we, we can make time for it. We can make time for it every day. Yeah. And even if it's just a few moments, like it doesn't take long, but I think in our minds, it's like, I don't have time for that. I can't just be still for a few minutes. So it's like, yes, you can, (laughs) you can, Mm -hmm. it's just choosing to do it and set aside that few minutes to actually practice it. It's a practice for me. It's a practice. I'm not good at being still, you know, that Mm -hmm. I would do almost anything to not have to sit still. Yeah. So it's, it's a practice of really like just letting yourself be in the discomfort of it. Cause it's uncomfortable sometimes <laughs> to just sit with yourself. Yeah, for sure. So I would say this, uh, if you need some soul work, uh, fucking DM us for real and Katie will pull a card for you. And I would love to, uh, we can take a picture of it. We can put it up on the story and whatnot. If you want to, if you want to just remain anonymous about it, but it, I was, when Katie <laughs> suggested this, she probably saw it all over my face. I was like, I don't fucking want to do he that today. This shit. Uh, but then he loves it. <laughs> I know. I'm just such a skeptic that I was just like, we're going to really do a podcast about the tiger and the stingray. And that's what we're calling this episode, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, it, yeah, if you want to do that, if you want to go a little bit deeper, Dustin, I'm talking to you. Um, <laughs> you called yeah. him out. <laughs> Our biggest. I want to know what, what, what card you get, buddy. So, uh, yeah, we would love for you to, to hit us up and, um, yeah, Katie can pull a card for you. So uh, thank you again for for hanging in with us um, with, you know, just all this new stuff that we're talking about and going through. Yeah, I have. I want to. He's got one more thing. I want to start ending this way. If it's not too much is to, for each of us to answer. How are we loving wildly this week? Uh, for me, I am trying to. So like yesterday, an example, I guess, would be um, trying to be more present and in the moment. And that doesn't sound all that wild, but like if you're a, a apex predator and you're trying to hunt some prey, like you got to be in the moment, you know, mm-hmm. like you can't be distracted by everything else that's going on. So uh, I think it's manifested itself in little examples like like my youngest daughter. I made it a point yesterday to instead of us just like fucking off or me like trying to do some work or escape, uh, or sending her off to go play with friends so I can just do my own shit and do whatever I want. Like I I played basketball with her and, uh, watched her perform a, a, a play basically in our backyard. And so, uh, just trying to make sure that I'm not missing out on life Mm -hmm. is helping to keep me wild. Um, I think I'm, I'm opening up to actually receiving more and, and being better about letting, letting you help me, letting you like, like last night when you were like, can I carry that laundry down? And like my tendency is like, Oh no, I got it. But it's like, yeah, please. You know, like Mm -hmm. normally I would just do it, you know, Mm -hmm. but just like letting you, letting you be intentional with me, like in the moment when you see me, like, getting ready to carry laundry downstairs and you're like right there with me and you're like, Hey, can I do that for you? Like, and not being like, no, I'm good. But being like, yeah, thank you. That's real progress because I think the tendency for you yeah, is to just suck it up and do it. Uh, 
or to just be like, no, I got this. And then like your uh, attempts recently at trying to get me to do more things are at the worst times. Like, or I'm like blowing up because I'm like over it and I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to ask him this. And if he says no, I'm going to fucking murder him. So, yes, I think I'm trying to love more wildly by being open to receiving and, and allowing support and help. Yeah. Cool. All right. How are you staying wild, folks? Hit us up. Stay wild. Cheers. Peace, y'all. If you are continuing to dig these episodes, you can write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed or following the show by hitting the plus symbol in the upper right-hand corner. If you want to connect with us, follow us on Instagram at Love Wild Collective. Thanks so much for listening. Your story matters.